Hey everybody, how you doing? I'm Dave Rubin. This is the Rubin Report Direct Message on March 3rd in the year 2022. Subscribe on Rumble, subscribe on YouTube, subscribe on Blaze TV, etc. And today, ladies and gentlemen, is World Book Day. It's hashtag World Book Day, and you're not going to believe it. But I've got another book coming out. That's right. Don't Burn This Country comes out on April 12th. It is my second book. I think you're really, really going to dig it. It's sort of what I think will be the second of uh uh, three books, a trilogy. We had Don't Burn This Book, Don't Burn This Country. You might be able to figure out what I think the title of the third book is going to be. But the first book really was laying out all of my classically liberal principles, which in many ways in modern context are conservative and libertarian principles. This is sort of how you can put those principles into action and what you can do as the world kind of melts down to make sure that you don't go crazy as the world goes crazy. So uh, if you have not pre-ordered already, you can go to daverubin.com slash book and pre-order so you get the book on April 12th. You can We have all the links there so you can get it from Barnes & Noble or Amazon or your local book seller, et cetera, all that good stuff. And uh, by the way, if you pre-order, all pre-orders count as week one orders. And I did get on the New York Times bestseller list because we really crushed it. Obviously, the New York Times does not want me on there, I would love to get on there again, not because I think the New York Times is good, not because I think the New York Times is fair or worth reading or worth the, the paper that it's printed on, uh, but really just to throw it in their face. So any book that is ordered uh, up until week one, up through week one, I should say, uh, does count for that first uh, New York Times bestseller week one list. So you can uh, do that if you would like. Oh, and I should tell you guys also before we get going today, uh, that I am uh, leaving tomorrow morning. We are pre-taping tomorrow's DM. It's a Q&A and you can submit your questions at rubenreport.locals.com. We're gonna be pre-taping it right after today's show, tomorrow's show, pre-taped because I have to, uh, and I don't, this is, this is tough for me to say. I'm going back to LA for a day, actually less than a day. I'm in and out in a couple hours, uh, but I am taping uh, my fourth PragerU video to coincide with the launch of the book. It's about the ideas that are in the book. So it'll come out, I think around launch week, around April 12th or so. I am literally going to LA. I am going right to PragerU. And then I think we're having a dinner. We're gonna have a dinner. I'm told we're having a dinner. And then I'm getting the hell out of there. I feel like I'm gonna be arrested when I get off the plane, honestly. Like I am not looking forward to this. PragerU is still in LA. You probably saw my interview with Dennis last week. Like I'm working on getting Dennis and the crew out of there. Uh, but yes, I'm going to Los Angeles. I'll send you pictures of the horror. Uh, and if you want to get questions in for tomorrow's pre-taped Q&A, you can go to rubenreport.locals.com. Okay, now let's get to it. So today's theme is uh, a shift of what we've been doing for the last two days here, because of course we had the State of the Union and it was just an abject disaster. I don't know how you can describe it any other way. And not only was the content of the State of the Union a disaster, but really everything subsequently, like the media reaction to it, uh, the moves that are still happening right now that are seemingly escalating this Russian war, it just all seems like fabricated nonsense to me. And then last night, I had the pleasure of going to a fundraiser 
at uh, Gabe Groisman's house. Now he's the mayor of Bal Harbor, which is one of the little towns here in the Miami area. Let's throw the picture up. The fundraiser was for the guy that you're seeing right there. That's Gabe to the left. And the other guy, that's Ron DeSantis, of course, Governor Ron DeSantis. And there were about a hundred people there. Nobody was wearing masks. And it was interesting because Ron DeSantis, I felt gave a, not only a great speech, he always gives a great speech. I've now seen him live a couple times. Um, but it was really a rebuttal to the State of the Union. And then he, of course, relates it in many ways to Florida. Uh, but it was like, to, to listen to this guy, it's like, oh, that's the guy who should be president. Now, I've said it before, I want him to remain governor. Obviously, he has an election coming up. And I, I, your governor, to me, is far more important than the president of the United States. We've created a cult of personality around the president. So we think that he's the king. And whatever the president wants is, is what should we should all bow to. That's not the way this whole thing is supposed to work, which is why the states now are so vastly different. A guy like me who left California to move to Florida. Oh, by the way, I just said California and I mentioned that I'm going to LA. So we're putting a little money in the Escape Cali Fund, which we're gonna give to somebody at the end of the year to get the hell out of that dystopian crabble. Um, but he gave a really great speech and it was making me think when I was trying to come up with the idea for the show today, it's like, let's talk about ways that we can get out of this madness. So that is the focus today, like the endless BS from Biden and Fauci and the media versus the actual correct way to deal about things. And we'll just show you one more thing quick before, and then I think we're gonna throw to an ad real quick, but uh, this is funny. So here's Biden the day before, this is Monday. This is the day before the State of the Union. We showed you that video yesterday, uh, but that's Biden just walking alone in a field by the uh, Oval Office over there on the, the grounds of the White House. And he's alone and he's wearing a mask and you know he has sort of trouble walking. You can see he's really focused on the way he walks. Okay, fine, that's Monday. Then on Tuesday, there he is at the State of the Union and look at that guy and he's with all of these old people and many of them are decrepit looking. And if you have seen the videos, I mean, a lot of them were kissing him. He was kissing people, bumping heads with a few people. Like these are the same freaks who have your kids still in masks in school now in certain states and cities. And then of course, here he is on Wednesday, mask back on with some other lady, mask back on. None of it makes any sense. It's all drivel and theater and nonsense. And my purpose of the show today, the purpose of the show today is to figure out ways to move past it. And I. A lot of that is directly related uh, to Ron DeSantis. And I know that's, that's very Florida focused and obviously not all of you guys are in Florida, uh, but these are things that can be modeled in other states. And I wanna help give you the tools to fight back. So that's what we're gonna be doing today. Before I get to any of that though, I wanna talk to you about Genyacel. You know, let me tell you about Genyacel's new ultra retinol cream, which uses dual action skin technology to visibly reduce and improve red inflamed and yes, even blotchy skin by combining hyaluronic, there I said it right, acid and a breakthrough phytoretinol. You too can smooth away forehead wrinkles and laugh lines, plus renew and revitalize your appearance without the harsh effects and irritation of retinol. Genucel Ultra Retinol is safe for sensitive skin, provides effective hydration and skin renewing benefits for all skin types and is perfect for both men and women. If after using, you don't see a visibly younger, clearer complexion in the mirror, get 100% of your money back guaranteed. And for a limited time, you can try Genucel's Ultra Retinol Free with Genucel's most popular package. Save over 60% on Genucel's top sellers right now and get an extra 10% off when you enter 
my special code Dave at checkout. That's GenuCell.com slash Dave. GenuCell.com slash Dave. All orders upgraded to free priority shipping. That's G-E-N-U-C-E-L dot com slash Dave. GenuCell.com slash Dave. Hello, back to me. All right. So this is a great little video from yesterday. This is before the event that I saw DeSantis speaking at last night. Uh, he is talking to a bunch of uh, South Florida students. And look what happened right at the beginning of the talk. This is just spectacular. You do not have to wear those masks. I mean, please take them off. <laughs> Honestly, it's not doing anything, and we got to stop with this COVID theater. So if you want to wear it, fine, but this is, a, this is ridiculous. All right, well, it's good to be at USF. It's just great because you don't have to wear those masks if you want to wear them, fine. But he's being a little dismissive to the religion of masks as we all have to be at this point. And again, he did not force anyone to do anything. If you wanna find, I don't see any reason to do it. Choice is up to you. You guys are all 18, 19 years old. You look pretty healthy. Why do you just accept the orders of people who have abused you for two years? Now, of course, all the usual leftist blue check lunatics on Twitter we're saying he's an evil authoritarian and he's trying to kill people and we should wear masks forever. But what DeSantis did there, not only, not only was it right in, in principle in terms of you do what you want to do, right? He didn't force anyone to do anything. But it's also, we, we have to get, I think, all of us now, the next step of this is we have to get to a place where we're all going to be a little more forceful in how we talk about this stuff. Meaning they've abused everybody for two years, okay? destroyed your businesses, depressed your children, masks on everything, the speech uh, issues that kids are having, all of the stuff that we all now know. It's not just about, okay, now we're just gonna move on. We need to start pushing back a little bit harder. I really believe that. So I think that was, I think it was just a really nice moment. And it was also just like a, a human moment with DeSantis. Like he's done basically everything right here. And he's just looking at these kids like, what are you doing? That's the main takeaway there. He's looking, what are you doing? Take it off if you wanna take it off. Don't feel that you have to be just like a robotic slave. Just don't do that. But now we've got a couple policies that DeSantis is putting in place here in Florida that I think are the right policies that hopefully will start spreading throughout the nation. Uh, so here he is talking with Surgeon General Joseph Lapido, who's also uh, been one of the great like advocates for alternative treatments and anti-mandates and all that stuff. And they're talking about uh, new guidance for Florida workers. Uh, simply relying on outdated CDC guidance when the experience has completely undercut that uh, is not really a, a reasonable thing to do at this point. And so this is the fresh guidance. And so for all the businesses, you know, we are recommending officially against force masking policies, particularly for retail workers and for people working in the services industry and our hospitality industry. Every time I go to these places, I'll be in these big events and you have all these people having such a good time and the poor servers are forced masks. And I will ask them, are you allowed to take the mask off? They say, not yet. They're all waiting for it. They all want to be liberated. They want to be treated normally. And in Florida, yes, this is based on science and data, but it's also the case that when you have health guidance that conflicts with the data that has the effect of creating a two-tiered society, that is harmful as well. And you don't want to have instruments of public health marginalize 
different communities of people based on their occupation or vaccination status or anything like that. So we're proud to be leading the way uh, yet again. I think this will make a positive impact. And so I want to thank you for uh, for being on the ball on this and putting out some stuff that I really think uh, will help uh, an awful lot of people in the state of Florida. And isn't it refreshing when you just hear something true and good and real and honest? It's it's refreshing. Like we're, we're all swimming in such a river of bullshit from the media and the president and the CDC and everything else. That when you just hear someone say, I want people to be treated decently and I want them to have choice and not be abused, it's it's actually a breath of fresh air. It's like, it's like a weight off of your chest. It really is. Uh, if you don't know more about Surgeon General Joseph uh, Latipo, you really should. We'll, we'll start doing some more clips of him because he really, uh, if I'm not mistaken, DeSantis hired him right before the pandemic. Can you clarify that for me? Whether it was right before the pandemic or it was right at the beginning of the pandemic. And the guy has just been an absolute all-star. And it has nothing to do with the color of his skin. However, if he was a lefty uh, Surgeon General, you'd know all about him. But, you know, we're not supposed to talk about, you know, right-leaning conservatives. They don't count as black people. Uh, but what he said there, and by the way, I saw the same exact reaction on Twitter as I just referenced to what he said to the kids, is that, oh no, he's using the government to force private businesses to do things. It's actually not what, you, what he said. If you listen to it, he said, we are recommending against forced masked policies. Meaning that right now, even here in Florida, if you go to big chain hotels, for example, a couple of weeks ago, I was at a Hyatt in Boca Raton. All of the employees are still wearing masks. The people behind the desks, the, the women that are cleaning the room, the janitors, et cetera, et cetera. They're all wearing masks. I, I've mentioned this before, but I make it a point whenever I go anywhere at this point, restaurant, elsewhere, to tell the people you don't have to wear the mask for me. You know, when we have the guys that come here and do some of our landscaping stuff and they're, they're wearing masks and they're outside, I'm like, guys, you don't have to do it. And they've stopped doing it at my house. That's, that's my policy with these people um, because they're not less than us. Just because you, you work at a, at a hotel just because you work at a blue collar job in the service industry, et cetera, uh, you should not be treated differently and you can make the choices for yourself. Again, if you wanna do it, go ahead and do it. But DeSantis is totally right because what this is creating is a two tiered system. So when you see AOC go to that ridiculous gala, remember that a couple of months ago, she goes to this gala that was like 10 grand a pop in her $30,000 dress. And you see her out there with big smiles, no mask. And then you see all the people, all the servers everywhere without masks uh, or with masks, it, it's a problem because eventually those people will start hating those people. And maybe that's what the whole system wants. It just wants us all to hate each other. Uh, Latipo was hired on September 22nd, 2021, and he has just been an all-star throughout. So it wasn't right at the beginning. It was a little bit further in. Um, but anyway, you can see there are, there are good moments throughout this COVID hysteria and they are starting here in Florida. So whether you're in Texas right now or New York, it's like there are ideas that you can push forth that you can talk about with your friends so that hopefully they trickle up to some of the people that are the elected officials. You know, even in crazy New York now, there's a guy by the name of Lee Zeldin who is now gonna run against crazy Kathy Hochul. Kathy, I call her Kathy Seward, okay? And it's like, I think we could probably nudge that guy to open up even more. Like there's real opportunity here. So let's see what happens. All right, before we move on, guys, I wanna to talk to you about Roman. You know, when the moment for intimacy arrives, you need to be ready. It's true. Roman ready. Whether you've been in a relationship for years or you're just getting started, having the confidence that comes 
From preparation means that you're free to enjoy the moment when the moment comes. Even though you are far from ordinary, the truth is that ED is really common. In fact, 52% of guys aged 40 to 70 experience some form of erectile dysfunction. With Roman, you can get a free online evaluation and ongoing care for erectile dysfunction, all from the comfort and privacy of your home. A U.S. licensed healthcare professional will work with you to find the best treatment plan. If medication is appropriate, it ships to you for free with two-day shipping. Roman's system is completely confidential and totally discreet. No big logos or labels on the boxes. Get starting. Getting started is simple. Just go to roman.com slash Ruben and complete an online visit. The benefits of ED treatment can help you reconnect with your partner and rediscover the joy of sex. Go to roman.com slash Ruben today. And if you're prescribed to get $15 off your first month of ED treatment, make sure you're ready to have confidence and control this spring. Roman ready. And now back to me. Okay, so I just gave you some good COVID stuff, right? And the interesting part of this, of course, is that if you watch the State of the Union, you know, we did a big Ukraine State of the Union, very little about the United States. Then at the end, it was like, ah, we're moving past COVID. Let's forget about that. We got a new thing to worry about. Okay, okay. It's all a show. Big shell game of ideas just to keep people so that they can't really focus on what's important, basically. Um, but Biden does that at the State of the Union. Then I showed you the, vi the image up top. Then the next day, he's wearing a mask again after kissing all of these old decrepit people the day before. Uh, and now his administration, they're still going on TV shows, still pushing for more masks and still with mandates, kind of, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, so here is Health and Homeland Secretary Javier Becerra. He's on with Chuck Todd. And Chuck, Chuck really still loves masks and abusing children. Can we really move beyond masks until everybody can get vaccinated? Is it fair to say that the mask mandate on planes, the mask mandate in, in sort of the uh, on federal public transportation trains. We got, we're gonna keep it until everybody from infant forward can get vaccinated. Chuck, it's, it's, it's more, it, it, this is not a light switch. You just can't go on and off. Uh, it's a matter of doing this, knowing the science, being thoughtful about how we do this. You know, you, there will be people who will continue to wear masks. Some have to. Those who are immunocompromised are under five year, years of age. Children still aren't vaccinated. And so right. we still have reason to be cautious. But look, we're in a different place today and we can move forward and we know what it takes. And we're putting the tools together. That medicine right. cabinet is a lot more full. All right. So everything Becerra said is just useless politician talk. He just said a bunch of nothing. Right. Like, OK, fine. The real issue here is Chuck Todd. What are you doing, Chuck Todd? on your news program. You have an MSNBC show, I guess, and then you've got your NBC show on Sundays. What are you doing? Why are you still, two years into this thing, so excited to have people wearing masks on planes and trains and federal transportation? I suspect, Chuck, Chuck Todd, that you probably mostly fly, uh, fly private. You probably jump on a private plane and don't wear a mask. I'm gonna guess that's what goes on with you. Why is it that you would like regular people who have to fly commercial be abused? That's what you'd like. So I will have to be abused in effect tomorrow when I get on the plane to go to Los Angeles. Uh, I will have to be abused. I will slowly drink small portions of creamer throughout so that I can keep my mask down as, as much as possible. That's what I do, you know, just keep drinking. Oh no, no, I'm drinking creamer, just a small amount of creamer. Eating peanuts very soon. Oh, no, you can't eat peanuts. You'll kill everybody now. Um, 
So what is the deal, Chuck Todd? Uh, why do you want infants vaccinated? How many infants are spreading COVID to other infants or their caretakers? You never give us the numbers. These people still, can we talk about any of the side effects? Are we allowed to talk about that? Can you show me all the peer reviewed studies on what happens when you inject children and infants with these vaccines? Have we studied this for years? Do we really know what's going on there? They're just not good people. They are not good people. The president of the freaking United States, this senile old buffoon was basically trying to get us past this. And now the media is trying to push it back in our lap. It's actually crazy. Speaking of crazy, The View, you know this program? This is where these five lunatics uh, just scream at each other all the time. Uh, well, Chelsea Clinton, who is the daughter of failed presidential candidate uh, Hillary Clinton and rapist Bill Clinton, uh, she was on there and uh, talking about how, uh, you know, she's got a kid and the kid's not vaxxed and uh-oh, we're gonna have to figure out something here. Now, the last time you were here, well, you weren't really here. It was yes. Zoom. Zoom. And we were kind of commiserating over the challenges of the pandemic, mental health, kids being uh, not in school, uh, socialization, things that are kind of, uh, you know, that are falling out of the way. But what do you, how do you feel like the reentry is, especially on the heels of seeing the State of the Union with no masks? Oh, yes. Are you feeling like normal is coming back? I mean, even just back there, I was like, do I hug? Do I not hug? Yeah. Like, I think we're all just having to navigate forward, you know, listening, of course, to our public health authorities and also what we think is the right answer for our families. Mm-hmm. You know, I have a two and a half year old who isn't vaccinated yet. Yeah. And so mm-hmm. that is still a major factor for like how Sarah. our family yeah. thinks yeah. about like where we're spending time. I also, though, I'm so thankful that my two older kids are in school mm-hmm. um, and thankfully have been able to be in school. And I'm so thankful to the just really heroic teachers who are yeah. also part of our frontline essential right. Yes, thank you all that they have done for our kids. I mean, she's just an NPC, right? She's just a non-playable character who just repeats this, the talking lines. Why does anyone give a shit what Chelsea Clinton thinks about anything, right? We have to stop caring what politicians' children think about things, unless they're extraordinary people who do extraordinary things. I don't know that Chelsea Clinton's done anything other than, you know, her parents opened every door for her to, to do whatever it is that she does. Okay, so that, that's one thing. Um, she has an unvaxxed two and a half year old, so she's not sure where to go. Um, and she's not sure who she can hug. I hug people. People come up to me and hug me all the time. I don't mind shaking hands. I'll fist bump you. I'll hug you. I don't like the excessive hug. You know, some people, they hold on a little too long. Don't like that kind of hug. But just the, hey, how you doing hug? That's just fine. These people, they, they have allowed fear to become the driving factor in their life. Fear and control is what drives them. It should not drive you. These are paranoid, crazy people at this point. And heck of a segue there too. Speaking of paranoid, crazy people, here's Fauci a day after the ridiculous state of the union where that 80 year old man was hugging and kissing and sniffing hair and everything else, here's Fauci saying it's still too risky to unmask kids. Now we could get lucky because the trajectory right now is going way down. And it very well may be that if you take masks off the kids in the next week or so, it's gonna keep going down. But you've really gotta be careful. You know, you don't wanna say it's an absolutely wrong decision. It's understandable why people want to take masks off the kids. But right now, given the level of activity that we have, it is risky. Yeah, just shut up, man. Like enough, enough. And don't worry, guys. You know, I always tell you that I try to do the positive COVID stories. I'm going to get to some more DeSantis stuff in just a second. 
Um, but I think it's, I had to show you this stuff because it's important to see how the system seemingly was ready to move on two days ago. So it gives you this like odd glimmer of hope. And then two days later, Fauci, no, we're going to still put the kids. And again, he never does the numbers, right? It's never about the numbers. When it gets to the lowest point that it's going to get and we see the trend going down, then we could do this or that or the other thing. Please tell me this, Fauci, Lord Fauci, please tell me who is more at risk, that 80-year-old man with a bunch of other geriatric people who were all on top of each other applauding and clapping and and all of that stuff versus a bunch of young five-year-olds in a classroom with a teacher who's obviously vaxxed. Tell me, but you can't tell me because this is all complete nonsense and you know it. Uh, Speaking of Biden, uh, the Daily Wire had this little funny clip. It's only about 30 seconds, just showing how what Biden said during the State of the Union about how we have to heal and nobody's our enemy and everything else, that is just complete bullshit, just as per what he said only a few weeks before. Take a look. So there's no excuse, no excuse for anyone being unvaccinated. This continues to be a pandemic of the unvaccinated. So stop looking at COVID as a partisan dividing line. See it for what it is, a god-awful disease. Let's stop sending each, seeing each other as enemies and start seeing each other for who we are, fellow Americans. Why are you the way that you are? I mean, the most generous version of that that you could give to Biden is that he just don't know, doesn't know what he's saying, right? That he just, they put something in front of him and he reads it and he just has no idea what he's saying. But look, that was January of 2022, right? So it's, you know, five weeks ago, he's saying it's still a pandemic of the unvaccinated and there's no reason for anyone to be unvaccinated. And the implication is like, you're going to pay somehow. We're going to get you if you're unvaccinated. Well, Joe, I'm unvaccinated. What are you going to do to me? What are you going to, I mean, really, are we at the point you're going to, are you going to close down my bank? Are you going to arrest me? Like, what are you going to do? I made the choices that were right for me and I got COVID and I have natural immunity. By the way, it's not just me. It's that scary Joe Rogan guy got COVID, has natural immunity. There's plenty of other people that made choices for themselves. But think about how just divisive he was five weeks ago. Pandemic of the unvaccinated, complete lie. We know that vaccinated people get COVID, transmit COVID, et cetera, et cetera. Um, And then what he says at the State of the Union, the entire State of the Union was one lie after another, just one endless lie after another. So now I tell you all of that, I'm bringing you on a roller coaster of a show today, right? We started with DeSantis, some good stuff. Then I show you the ridiculous media and the old buffoon Biden. And now let's finish up with more DeSantis. How do you do it right? How do you fight the machine correctly and show people there is a way out of this morass of insanity? Uh, Well, first, here's a a tweet from Ron DeSantis. Uh, This is from two or three days ago. Uh, He said, last week, the Biden administration requested the assistance of state national guards to deploy at Washington, D.C. I have rejected this request. There will be no Florida guard sent to D.C. for Biden's State of the Union. Now, this was obviously right before the State of the Union, and Biden wanted uh, all of these national guards to show up, and they put fences all over the Capitol, and they wanted this big army basically to be there to scare the people. Now, meanwhile, nobody was there. Did you see any videos? Did I miss anything, guys? Were there any videos of mobs outside of the Capitol saying, Joe Biden's mean and blah, 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 blah. No, but they want to show you they have power, you don't have power. So DeSantis said, hey, I'm the chief executive of this, of this state. This is complete fabricated nonsense. You're trying to make it seem like you're under threat because you guys love being victims or at least having people perceive you as victims. 
and I'm just not going to play the game. So it's absolutely spectacular, absolutely spectacular. And speaking of spectacular, um, last week was uh, National Margarita Day, a very important day for me. And uh, DeSantis had some fun with that, too. So my advice to everyone out there who's frustrated, sad, angry, pissed off, feel those emotions, go to a kickboxing class, have a margarita, do whatever you need to do this weekend, and then wake up on Monday morning, we got to keep fighting. Having a margarita is well and good, but it is not a cure for Bidenflation. Okay, little cheesy, whatever. Maybe he should have actually drank from the margarita right there. But you see the point? They ruin everything. Saki, you, you've ruined the, the world as we knew it. And then it's like, no, go out there and have a margarita. It's like Biden is the one that has ruined this. When I was listening to, to DeSantis' speech last night, he was very clear in how Biden's policies have increased inflation, how they have harmed the uh, supply chain, how they have screwed us up in terms of energy right now by closing Keystone and more so that we are now watching gas prices go up and prices of everything. Actually, one of the people at the event asked what I thought was a really excellent question to DeSantis about uh, the house prices here in Florida, because I can tell you as someone that just bought a house, house prices are really high. Right. So now on one hand, that's good because that means more people with money are coming in. They'll hire more workers. It's all good. But at some point you want you want more competition so that house prices go down. And what he said was he said, we're actually in a bit of a bind right now. We have all of these new people coming here. So they're competing for a limited set of houses. And then even though there's a crazy amount of construction going on here in Florida, and I can assure you when I walk Clyde, almost every house in my neighborhood is being knocked down or in some level of construction because so many new people are coming here. And, and I hope they, they will vote the right way and I'll do everything I can when I'm on dog walks to make sure that they do. Uh, but he said, there's not much we can do at the moment at the state level in terms of the cost of goods when a two by four now costs four times what it cost before. So that's an honest answer from a politician. Like he can't control the cost of everything. Um, but what you can do, as he said, is we can try to lower taxes as much as possible. We can try to give as many incentives as possible for builders to come here and build. He said, we don't just give cash away. We're not going to do that sort of thing. Um, but this all falls on the lap of Joe Biden and the Democrats who did all this. I'm sorry if that sounds partisan, but it's true. It's true. Uh, DeSantis continued uh, a couple days ago at CPAC in Orlando. And the problem that we face as conservatives is a lot of major institutions in our country have become infected with this woke virus. You look at academia, do we even need to discuss that? Their main objective now is to impose an ideological worldview on the people that come through their universities. You look at corporate America, they're mentioning it. They're opposing voter ID. Many of them make a lot of money from Chinese slave labor, but they don't want voter ID in the United States. So they are engaging in woke activism. You look at our bureaucracy and how totally off the rails they have become in many different agencies. And it's not just limited to people like Fauci. You have it across the board where this has become a major behemoth. You look at the corrupt and dishonest legacy media in this country and what they're doing to divide us and what they're doing to prop up the regime. They are not in the business of telling the truth. They're in the business of spinning partisan narratives to be able to benefit their side. They don't speak truth to power. They're defending the regime in power. And if you speak up, they come after you. They'll smear you. They'll defame you. 
All they do day after day is concoct a blizzard of lies to try to deceive the American people. And make no mistake, that's going to intensify leading up to November. They're going to try to think, do anything they can to relieve the blame off Biden and to try to fool the American people into keeping Democrats in office. We're not going to let them do it, but that's what we're facing. And then maybe to top it off, you have big tech. Here's where we're at. When you have a society that's veering away from the truth, anybody that stands up and speaks the truth will come under fire. You know, it's funny, as he said, it's all going to intensify as it leads up to November. The lights in the studio actually flickered. It's a sign from the Lord, man. They've got all sorts of tricks up their sleeves. But you see why I did the show the way I did it today? Because I think everybody, especially you guys watching this, right? If we're roughly like-minded and that's why you watch this thing. It's like, I, I was kind of feeling depressed sort of, or it's not even exactly depressed. I was feeling just like dejected about everything after the State of the Union because it was so counter to the world as I see it. The, the, the image that that guy put up of what the world is was so reverse of what we're all seeing. And so many people swallow it. So uh, that's why I did the show the way I did it today, because I think it's important to defend the people that are fighting and trying to build something properly. And if we can all just incorporate that in our own lives, then, then we'll be in good shape, hopefully, right? Like that's at least the hope for the good shape. A couple comments from rubenreport.locals.com. Hawk says, I've seen kids walking to school masked up and they are not close to anyone. And this is Texas, it makes me sad, yeah. This is what they do, you know. This is why you try to get kids young. It's why they're so obsessed with state education and that they, the educators, should know what to teach the kids and it shouldn't be the parents on that stuff. Because once they can break a young mind, man, what they can do to you after that. And I was on vacation with my family last week and I have a 12-year-old nephew who's awesome. And I was asking him what he thinks of masks and all that. And he's like, well, we have to do it. It's just what it is. I was like, well, he's like, but the teachers, you know, they wear them down sometimes, but we get yelled at if we put them up. And, you know, the second we get out of school, we put them down and then we're downstairs in a basement playing video games together. And then we go upstairs because we got to go to, you know, soccer practice or something. And they make us put, they all know it's nonsense. And that, that's a 12 year old, but God only knows what they have done. The long-term psychological damage that they've done to seven year olds. These kids are going to do horrible things to old people one day and they will most likely deserve it. JJ says, the view is on a different planet than the one I live on. I agree, I agree, and I think we need to just figure out the separation thing. Th that's sort of where I'm at, kind of mentally and physically at the moment. I don't want anything to do with these people. I really don't, and I don't know if that means I have to build a moat around my house with some gators in it, and I'll get an iron dome system from Israel and just take care of business over here, and good people can come here and party and hang out and drink tequila if they want. Um, but I just don't want anything to do with these people. They live on another planet. They're, they're destroying everything. And, and in many ways, actually, this is sort of what my book's about because we have to figure out ways to disassociate from them and defend the things that we care about. Uh, Jeannie says the left is addicted to being scared. It makes them feel righteous for some reason. Yes, it's, it's a deep psychological trick, right? Like if you can keep people scared all the time, they will do almost anything in the name of that fear, in the name of defending against whatever the fearful thing is. And that's what they've done. So they had four years of pretending that that orange guy was Hitler, even though he wasn't. And now they had two years of pretending we were all gonna drop dead over a disease that was 99 point something, nine something percent uh, you were gonna recover. But they love fear, it gives them power, it feeds them fear, 
fear leads to the dark side. Somebody said that. Uh, guys, reminder on this World Book Day, you can pre-order Don't Burn This Country at DaveRubin.com slash book. And if you do it at any time up until April 12th, and then that whole week, actually, that counts as week one New York Times sales. And I'm going to expose them. Like, they put me on last time. They put me way lower than I was supposed to be. But I just want to throw it back in their faces. Like, I don't care about the New York Times list. I honest, I truly do not care. I am not being... That's not like a fake humble thing or something like that. I don't care. I was glad to get on the first time because it's a, it's a little feather in the cap or something. And, and, you know, I work with people in the publishing world and my agents and things who it's important to them. It helps them get promotions. That's just how the world operates. I don't care this time at all, but I would love to just expose the New York Times list for what it is. Like, let us sell a gajillion books and let them not put me on it. Because you're not going to believe this. Sales. They can look at the numbers. There's actual numbers and they release them. Uh, so when they lie to you about the news in the New York Times all the time, sometimes it's hard to track it. Sales are pretty easily trackable. Uh, so anyway, you can go to DaveRubin.com slash book. And I, and I promise you, you're going to dig the book. I, I, I really think it's, it's really good. And uh, we're putting out this PragerU video that week as well uh, that will go into some of the ideas in the book. And yeah, we got some surprises. Oh, and I'm going on a book tour, which will announce the full schedule sometime next week. Uh, but we're going to be bouncing around very heavy here in Florida, and we're going to figure out some other cities to get to and all that good stuff. Uh, reminder, uh, you can submit your questions for tomorrow's pre-recorded direct message because I got to go to LA to go to PragerU for an hour. Here's the money for the fund. Get out of LA fund. Uh, so you can submit questions right now at rubenreport.locals.com. Part two of my interview with Harriet Hageman. She is the Republican running against Liz Cheney in Wyoming. Part two is up right now on YouTube and Rumble and up ad-free at rubenreport.locals.com. That is all I have for you today. I feel this was a complete show. You can now go about your day and I'll see you tomorrow. Thank you guys for tuning in to the Rubin Report Direct Message. We're live on Rumble, Blaze TV, and YouTube every weekday at 11 a.m. Eastern, 8 a.m. Pacific. Don't forget to review, share, and subscribe to this podcast. And if you're looking for early and exclusive content, you can join me on Locals at rubinreport.locals.com.